Are we ready? You ready? Good evening. So, we spoke last time um, about Zerizis. Having, we used the word alacrity, having a push, a, a, a flame to accomplish what we could and what we should do in this world. Now you could have lofty dreams, you could have great ideas, you could have great opportunities. If you do not have Zerizis, if you do not have push, you will miss the boat, you will miss the boat very often. In business, you miss the boat. And many spiritual, on a daily basis, you can, if you don't have Jesus, you will, you will miss the boat. Of the mitzvahs you can do, of the spiritual gains you can have. So, as we mentioned last week, right after Zahiris, right after watching over, we learn about Jesus because if you do not have Jesus, if you do not have Jesus, you really could uh, squander you could lose so many important opportunities uh, in, in life. And we mentioned that Shlomo Amalek in Mishlei, in Proverbs, over and over again stresses Jesus, pushing yourself to do something, right? pushing yourself to uh, accomplish. If you do not do it, you'll miss the day. Right? So uh, whether it's calling a relative, if most relatives are probably sleeping if they're not in this time zone. If you didn't call them, it's too late for today. Uh, if it's davening mincha, you didn't dav- any, it's, I, I, I don't care, do any ladies here daven mincha? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, daven mincha, if you could daven mincha, um, I'll assume you all daven shachras, but it's uh, uh, a daven on a daily basis. And I, again, I, I, if you have little kids or you have a schooling schedule, I'm not saying they're not perhaps some leniencies, but either you do things or you don't things do, do, do things in life. Um, there, there are opportunities to see great people. Um, I there was a, for ladies, anywhere meet Rebetzin Kanievsky? So Rebetzin Kanievsky? Mightily, she was an unbelievable lady, right? Uh, so you could. You could, if you didn't see her, and she's Reb Chaim's wife, she's Reb Yosha's daughter, or Reb Ari Levine's granddaughter. If you never met her, you're going to have to wait till Tchir Samesim, the resurrection of the dead, to meet her. Because sometimes people are alive, you can either take advantage of the opportunities, and life, you don't take advantage, there are people to speak to in life, there are places to see in this world. Uh, and certainly on a spiritual level, if you don't have the push, um, it's actually crazy because. You know, the, the remarkable thing is many people's careers and life uh, are l- largely locked in by a certain age. It doesn't, it's, not, it's, not, it's not fully, there's always second opportunities, there's always career change, there's always, well, very often life will dictate. You know, if, you, if, you're, not a, if you're not a doctor by, by 35, you haven't started medical school, it's usually pretty hard to start medical school and residency and fellowships. So if you wanted to be a doctor, you got to pick that at a young age, right? There's certain things in life where you have opportunities, either you do it or you don't do it. Either you take advantage of it or you don't. And what often happens, which is so sad and it's so crazy, so very often young people, very often young people are, uh, are they don't even know what they want. So I'm not talking about such people. Very often people don't know what they want, even big people, adults. I can't tell you uh, how often people lack clarity. I think last week someone was asking me, how do you know? I said, you do know. All of us in this room, if we would actually think what we should be doing in our lives, we would know. There's no question about it. So 
one thing is not to be lazy and to actually think out what you should be doing in this world. But number two is when you do know, you gotta push. <laughs> you gotta have Zerizis to meet the people, do what's necessary, to push yourself, to exert yourself. Because the number one reason we miss out on opportunities is because we take our merry old time and you don't, it doesn't happen. You don't get there. And Shlomo HaMelech initially warns over and over if you're a lazy person, if you're going to sleep through life, you're, gonna, you're going to lose out. You're going to lose out. Just so we'll pick up where we left off. And he, um, he, he, he warned over and over about this. Another Pasuk. The one who grows, this is a Pasuk in, in, in Proverbs again in Mishlai. One who grows lazy, lacks in his, in his work, is also a brother of the master of destruction. You are a brother of destruction. You are, you are destroying. So, you know, sometimes you destroy your job. Sometimes you destroy your business. Sometimes you destroy uh, your marriage if you're lazy and working in your marriage. Sometimes you destroy your children if you're lazy and raising your children. Sometimes you destroy yourself if you're lazy about that. If you take things for granted. Um, because even though you're not the destroyer, you're, you are, it's his brother, uh, and, and being Ben Gilo in this case doesn't mean, it means it's, it's like a comrade, friend. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you I've, I've, a couple cases I've dealt with. People on their health. They, they know they have some kind of growth or something looks weird, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they just wait. Why don't, why don't they go to the doctor? Why don't they take care of this? Oh, I'm too lazy. I don't, uh, I don't have, now, they know that they should really check this over their teeth. You guys should get the teeth. They, and, they, and then what happens? God forbid that sickness gets worse. Or they, they could have caught something early. Or they end up getting a root canal in their teeth. Why did that happen? You know, you know people who got root canals? It's expensive and it hurts. Uh, you know, why does that happen? Because you don't push themselves. I, I, have, I, I, had a, I had a case more than once. My first time I had this was, I was when I was in, in Koilo in Lakewood. Somebody asked me to be, get involved with somebody, with a bucker who was struggling. Uh, this bucker actually had uh, uh, anxiety and the family didn't want to deal with it. And realized that person was, was paralyzing them. Uh, so, one of the things is to get this kid on medication, which is, you know, which once the person actually had help, <laughs> did much better and is now a functioning normal human being. Uh, but number two was, you know, to say, you know, what are you waiting for? It's going on for years, nothing's happening. So, I've seen this also. Parents have kids. And they have some kind of special need. Sometimes they have uh, reading issues, okay? Reading issues. Sometimes they have other issues. And if you would catch it early, if you would catch it early and, and deal with it early, you can correct it. But what happens? They, people delay. And once they delay, it's much harder to do things later in life. It's much harder to deal with somebody who's major issues when they're 16 it's much easier when they're 11. I know it's hard to believe, but it's much easier to deal with people when they're younger. People have um, issues. You deal with it as soon as you can. You don't delay it. Oh, well, wait and see. People have issues sometimes 
in their business or marriage. So if you're lazy, if the reason you're delaying dealing with a problem is laziness, you are a brother, the Ishmaskas. I We had a, 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 a slight leak in our house. I told my wife, turn off the wire, get somebody here as soon as possible. I think you have a leak and you let the leak go. You just had a major thing, right? Not good. Well, your case was, was different, it was your pipes. Costly. Costly. What happens if you have a leak and you don't fix the leak? It would cost you a lot of money. You have something in your house, it's a little rickety. You don't fix it. But again, sometimes people have finances, some people. But if, you're, if it's laziness, you are a brother of the angel of destruction. You're going to destroy things, not necessarily. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times people with their children or their marriage or their business or their health or huh, a million other things, if they wouldn't have been lazy, if they would have dealt with the issues early on, they would have been much, much better shape. Much, much better shape. But why didn't they deal with it? Not, beca- not because they were lazy. Because they put such Shlomo Melech, such a person is a brother and a Ben Giloy, a comrade of the destroyer. You, if the destroyer just... But you're passively destructive. Passively destructive. Shalom Alex has another process. He gives an illustration of what it means the, the, the danger of being a lazy person. Something that happens and unfolds before our eyes day after day. I pass by the field, Shalom Alex says it really, a vineyard, uh, actually a field. Of a lazy man, and by the vineyard uh, of, a, of, a, of a kerem, a vineyard of an adam, a person who's chasal, who's lacking uh, a discerning heart. Meaning, all of that field, that vineyard of that lazy person, all of kulu komshaynim, the whole field was overgrown with thorns. Kasu panov harulim, there's all kinds of other uh, growth on that. The echaza anoichi. And when I saw that this is the result, this field, now we have to remember, a field in the time of Shlomo Melech, where 90 plus of the population was agricultural, and the, the, the rest was small business, like peddler type, or, you know, the, the, the woodcutter, the person who dealt with a blacksmith. But 90 something, you made your living by your fields. <laughs> you, you, you sold your fruit, your, you lived off the field. So when Shlomach says, I, I pass by a person, it's not like you're in people's gardens here. But like, Willow Glen has nice gardens. Like people, like these people put a lot of time in it. It's unbelievable. Um, um, they're not lazy. I mean, it's actually a little bit of a peer pressure. Like somebody doesn't, do, like people give them a hard time over here. But, you know, it's not like in a garden. This is your, this is your livelihood. This is your life. You, know, you need to live off the, off the fat of the earth. So Shlomach says, I pass by the person's field. And they were lazy, and they didn't take care of their field. And what did I see? Allah kulo kumshaynu. It was filled with thorns and growth. I, when I saw that ashes libi, I set my heart to understand what in the world's going on over here. Right? I went and I took musr. Maat. Um, Ma'at shenus, ma'at shenus, mashalach reishcha. Actually, this, these psukim were like the Mishnah earlier. I laid down, I took a little break over here, a little rest over here, a little shmooze over here, a little bit over here, 
And at the end of the day, this person was non-productive. This field suffered. If you want to run a business, you better take care of the business. If you have, if you're, if you're lucky to own a house and you have leaks, or your roof starts getting bad, or you have plumbing, or you have your air conditioned, or you don't, you don't put, the, you know, you don't take care of it, it's over time going to get bad. If you have children, I, I'm saying children because recently I dealt with this like, more than once of issues with children, which if it would have been it's like you know putting changing the oil in your car early. You wouldn't kill your engine. Once that engine, once there's a certain amount where the damage is much more expensive, much worse. Yeah, you don't deal with issues head on. And sometimes parents are in the lava land. My kid, my kid's brilliant. Yeah, this kid has a real learning disability. You better re- realize this now. Now, I'll tell you the truth. One of my children I've had a tutor for a few years. They do, they do excellent in school, but they don't. They 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 they. they, they they do really well in school, but they, they fudge their way because they're smart and they really have an issue in one area. So I got them a tutor. It's just because their brain, they can like actually con out the teachers and con themselves. But really, in the long term of life, they're going to fall behind if they didn't do it. So I, one of my, one of my nieces or nephews had something, and I realized that this child has the same thing. You know? And I, 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 for years, I've been getting this kid tutored in that area. Why? Because I know now I can deal with it. And in a few years from now, be, it will hit them. You can, you, you, sometimes, whether in language skills, whatever it is, it, what's easy earlier will, will add up later. Right? And if you don't deal with it, you know, someone told me that, that they, uh, a teacher this year, they told the family something with their kid, and the parents were in complete denial. Not from San Jose. Uh, it's not, uh, no, 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 no one here knows. So in the complete denial, and like, they went to Pull these kids in this and that. I mean, a million things. Like, you can de- either deal with the situation. Again, like going back to that boy who's who needed medication. <laughs> there are people who need medication. I've dealt with people who have all kinds of, you know, mild, if you're really serious uh, mental health condition. Usually, you're compelled. Well, mild people can live and live, and they refuse to, uh, to do what they need to do. And and, and you know why? Part of it is. Listen to what I'm saying. If, if you would ask them, if you would break them down, and you would force them to admit the truth, they care the truth. But they are too lazy. And when I say lazy, it's not that they're lazy laying in bed. They're too caught up in inertia to do anything about it. It means, it means going to doctors, going and doing this, cha- lifestyle changes, whatever it is. They're, they're too caught up in their, their day-in, day routine. They can't handle change. They don't want to change, even though it would be radically better for them. Radically different for them. Exercise. You don't have to. I can. I. 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 I, I give you five minutes. I. You know. Usually, I don't want to encourage internet use for no reason. But anyone who wants a little musar, Google exercise and benefits. And you know, it's not. You're not going to see conspiracy theories over here. You'll see the Mayo Clinic. You'll see tests by Harvard. They can show you. Physically, you'll live longer. You will be happier day in, day out. You will sleep better. Your heart will function. I mean, you go through it. This is not, this, this is not a hidden secret. So we look at our own lives. Ah, oh, why don't we exercise? All right, but I'm giving myself muscle here. Just trust me. <laughs> I'm thinking, so why aren't I exercising, right? right why don't we exercise? It's, it's, it's partial laziness. What's a laziness? We're, we don't want to change our routine. Even though we know we should do it. Laziness, by the way, when Shlomo is berating laziness, 
He's actually, it's not like a person on, on, on a lounge chair drinking a pina colada, that's a lazy person. It's a person being lazy to do the things they need to do to be successful. Lazy to do what they need to do. Lazy to do what, 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 what's best for them. And it's a little bit, it's not always just, it's a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, and the job does not get done. It just doesn't get done. Um, you know, Rinei, now, Shlom, the, the Ramchal digs a little bit deeper in this, in this Pasuk from, in, in, in Mishlei. Not besides from the simple level of the Pasuk, which is literal. That what happens to a lazy person's field is that field, you know, you don't take care of it. If the standard of care is not good, it will, it will get filled with thorns and thistles and a million other things. If you're, if you're lazy about your relationships with people, let's say you have a, a, a long-distance relationship with a person, uh, a relative, over time, you know, things will get... You have uh, a close distance, a close relationship with the person, and you don't invest in it. Also, you have a, 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 whatever it may be. That's that's, that's the pasuk. But Chazal, our sages, the Medrash actually learns this uh, a beautiful uh, Medrash. Not of Hashanim. And Shlomo says, "This field was filled with thorns." What does this mean? Shemavakesh. Pirish shall parsha ve'eno ma'itza. A person has a question in Torah. A person, oh, why is why what's it's why why does lashon hara happen for this? Why why is it in parshas kedoshim the Torah tells v'hafli kamocha and it's with this and it's ochah tochiach and it's actually this? You have a question in Torah. You have a question in Torah. Pirish pirish ve'eno ma'itza. And you know why you don't find the answer to your question in Torah? Because you're lazy. You don't. You don't think about it. You don't push yourself to understand it. You don't. You just say, "Oh, it's a nice question," and you just go on with your life. It's a nice idea. And just go on with your life, not realizing that Torah understanding broadens your life. It deepens your life. Now, obviously, for someone like Gemara, for a gentleman, but for everyone, this is. You have a. <laughs> my wife told me. She once had a, a, a machanecha. She's famous. I don't know if she wants this to get out. What is a teacher. Uh, uh, she's a big speaker. My wife actually had learned by several uh, very famous women educators. Um, so she said that this machanecha used to say, "No, you have to, when you when you know Ramban and Allah Chumash, you'll you'll change the diaper differently. <laughs> you know when you know the Ramban and Chumash, Nachman is the Chumash." You'll change the diaper. It means you have a different viewpoint of the world. It's like you, you understand things differently. It's on a much deeper, richer level. Um, so, you know, there's a certain understanding. When you have understand Torah, besides being able to teach your kids and yourself, you live differently. If you live, if you look at Torah as superficial, then you, you, you will live a, be a superficial Jew. I remember I, I was, I was, I couldn't say, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't call myself close, but I spoke to several times a Moshe Shapiro was an Eretz Yisrael. Actually, Hartman, who was here in the winter, was one of the greatest students of Ramesh Shapiro, by far. Uh, so, as this person told me, uh, he, he used to go to Ramesh Shapiro to appreciate the, the depth of Torah. Can you see the depth of Torah? The, the depths of Yahadus? So you live differently. It, it's a different life. So if you just have questions, uh, you go on. Why are you just going on? It's laziness, the Medrash says. The Medrash. 
Kasu he sees all this growth on the surface and on the fence of the house. Why is this? Why do you have this growth? Because he did not toil in his studies. This person ultimately, well, you know, you learn Hilcha Shabbos, Shabbos, Brachas. Somebody asked me a question, this is a, without a joke, a Bracha Shailah that he got wrong for years. Literally, seriously wrong for years. Mamish, completely wrong. Bracha Levatala, many, many things. Person was a is a from religious Jew. Really a nice good person and they did terrible thing. They said God's name in vain for probably hundreds if not thousands of times. So I asked this person, you know, well, my high. He said, Well, somebody told him her 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 years ago that this is what you should do. I said and did you ever look into it? I said some Somebody tells you something. If I tell you something, that it was a rabbi, it doesn't, the person doesn't remember. I said, like, you just heard one thing, because the person told me they actually were doing it right originally. They were doing the thing right. One person told them something, and that's it. Off to the races. You know what it means? I mean, I, 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 I don't know if, uh, if you... If you I, I, I wouldn't buy stocks that way. <laughs> I wouldn't buy a house that way. I wouldn't get married that way. I would, you, know, you gotta do basic research over here. So you just start saying brachas, never look into it, never, no, never. You, what happens is you're lazy. I do this, I don't, and you end up doing the wrong thing your whole life, your whole life. You're, there are people you can do something wrong for decades, mamish for decades of your life. You can pronounce words wrong, you can do words wrong. Why? Because you were too lazy to fix it up, to look into it. And you had this question in muksa. I have a question on Muksa. You've had the question for 15 years. Why don't you, why don't you figure, probably figure out what the answer is? <laughs> what are you waiting for, Mashiach? So until then, hey, you mean, and that, that lets you know you had a question. Other areas, people just do things. They don't do the due diligence to, to, to find it out, says the Medrash. Um, if you're a Torah scholar, you will, um, you will um, make, uh, you know, you, uh, excuse me, and because of your laziness, you'll break uh, laws. Ma'an that's what Shlomo says, when you start breaking the fences of Torah because you don't know, the person who breaches the f- offense, a, a snake will bite them. What does it mean, a snake will bite them? Sure, it says. This comment, this comment is very often, somebody breaks the fence, a snake will bite them. I always think, that, that my understanding is that the snake is like the primordial snake, which means that the original sin happened by man using poor knowledge and making an error. So to hear, you used, you, you did not think it through, and you make a, a, a lazy mistake. A lazy mistake. I, when people very often, I'm going to be a little strong. Seeing it, I can be strong tonight, a little bit. People make mistakes. People like say, so why are they making a mistake? Almost always, because of laziness. Not on the pinnacle, not looking, thinking it through. This would never have happened, almost always, if you just did due diligence. Not almost. There's plenty, there are times where there are legitimate mistakes in understanding, but almost always, it's just not pushing yourself 
to come to clarity on the matter of having a question or de- dealing with it and not going through through it. And, and other times, I'll tell you, you know, I, I get people coming to my office like I'm some kind of a magician, like I'm a like I'm a, like I'm, I'm a prophet. They want me to answer questions for them that they should have first thought through. Now, a person has a, wants advice, give advice. So you got to first think through your question. <laughs> you know why? It's an interesting thing. I I, I wrote I have this in my notes. How you know we have the spies, right? Moshe Rabbeinu, when the spies asked Moshe to go to the land of Israel, Moshe Rabbeinu was the most brilliant, the smartest person to ever live in this world. He was the holiest person in this world. How did how come Moshe told the spies to go into the land of Israel? Why didn't he understand? Why didn't Moshe understand that they that their motives were off? You know why? Because they themselves lied to themselves on their own question. You understand? When they, when they were asking the question to Moshe Rabbeinu, they were disingenuous. They were, they were not frank about what their, what their, really, what, what their question really was. And the Pasha says that they themselves did not realize that. It means they were too lazy themselves before they asked the question to ask a question correctly. It means they didn't think through... You know, somebody asked me a question... I don't know if a person. And I, I, I actually am, honestly, I'm pretty good at Eitzah. I, I, you know, I, I, people tell me I'm pretty good, but I, I usually try to get face. I don't anything serious. I would not do on the phone. I mean, I usually try to understand people what they're doing. But like sometimes people ask a question, and they don't. They, they themselves could, to do a mitzvah, to do a chesed, and they themselves are there's something that bothers them, and they don't even express that. So that changes the question, doesn't it? <laughs> you ask a question about marriage, and should I do this for my husband, for my, for my, you know, for your wife, whatever it is. I mean, you you have to have a full co- picture of the situation. So thinking through a situation, you know, I've had people discuss career changes, moves, uh, marriage, school. I mean, a million things. And and if you don't think through these questions. There are serious consequences in life. <laughs> life is serious. It's not, you know, there's certain things that are small. Like what you eat for breakfast this morning or tomorrow morning, figure it out yourself. <laughs> you know, if you had eggs in a bagel or you had cream cheese in a bagel, I pro- if you do it every day, it could have a long-term effect. But it's not going to be so big. But, but you, the, the schools, who you marry, jobs, you know, houses moving, these are big things. It really could affect a lot of things. Uh, I mean, a lot of things. And you know who has to think about the, the most? The person who's asking the question. <laughs> you know why also? Because it's actually a chazal. That's what expects about this. Deep down, we know our own answers. There's a certain ruach HaKadosh we all have. doesn't mean we have the courage to do it always. doesn't mean we have the, the, the guts to do what we're supposed to do always. Uh, but we deep down know what we're supposed to do. But you have to, have to do that. And very often, we don't think through our questions because we're too lazy to do it. What do I mean lazy? It's not again we don't do our due diligence. We don't we don't think through the the the, 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 the questions. Other times we think through it, but we don't think the consequences. Right? Uh, I, I mentioned this story once before. I, I knew a guy who was dating a girl and this guy was Mensa. Everyone know what Mensa is? Super, a super IQ. It's like one sixty something. Really brilliant guy, brilliant. Like a little space cadet, but brilliant. I couldn't believe it. This guy's dating a girl. He was like the, the, such an atypical person. 
So he said, he dated her four or five times, but she's not for him. So Shkayach said, break the date, you know, say no. But she's very pretty. And she has a charismatic personality. So, but what's the problem? You know, not for his personality, not his intelligence. Doesn't. So what's the problem? You know, she's a very attractive young lady. This is decades ago. Um, and, uh, you know, he kept dating. So what, what, what was his problem? He was not thinking of the consequences because... You know what happens is you're married to somebody you may be attracted to who is not for you? <laughs> there are consequences. You know the consequences of thinking through a job that may not be for you? There are big consequences to that. Okay? And you know why people don't get there often? Sometimes it's denial, but very often it's not thinking through those consequences. Right? Really thinking it through what will happen. What are the, 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 you know, and when you ask a question or you're dealing with yourself or you're going through a question, you got to think about consequences. You know, you buy a house, a mortgage, you're making enough money this year, but what's the job we in three, five years from now? You have to catch when that in. <laughs> you know, pay a mortgage, right? That's the serious stuff over there. You know what I mean? To, to lose your, your, your house, get foreclosed on, lose, you know? You know there's serious consequences. I, I, can't, I know more than one person who moved to Israel and their kids went off the derech. Legamre. You know, why? Because they didn't think, I'm sure you met such people in Ramat Beit Shemesh and Harof, Americans. Right? They didn't think that their 14-year-old kid's going to do when they get to Israel. That they heard. But, you know, and, and moving to Israel is a mitzvah. It's a great thing to do. Wonderful. You know, people, I, 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 when I hear about you, once you go to Yeshiva right away, also I think, like, you have a career? What's the consequence? What's it going to do to you? See, I can go to Yeshiva is a great thing to do. Well, but, but there's consequences. You've got to think through. If you go ahead and do that, what will be the net result? What will happen because of that? It's not, you, can't, you cannot be lazy in life. And if you do, you're going to make terrible things. And Zerizas doesn't only mean physical alacrity. It means pushing yourself to do the due diligence and to think through things that need to be done. Um... And then Ramchal then goes on to this medrash. People who, the ruin, the raw, the evil of a person who's lazy, it doesn't happen at one, one, at one moment. Slowly, little by little, it happens very often in life that a person, you know, doesn't exercise, gains a lot of weight, or doesn't, work on their relationship and it gets damaged or uh, hurts their business or whatever it may be or pulls themselves out of spirituality. Yeah, when I was 25 years old, I would daven. I would say, Brokos, I would learn. I would learn Torah. I would do a million things. I was so spiritual. Spiritual. I was so spiritual. And, but I got caught up in life. And year one, I davened a little bit, yes. And year two, I came to show a little bit later. And year three, I did this. And guess what? Eight years later, eight years later, you're not so from anymore. You're not so spiritual anymore. Eight years later, you know, you look at your Yiddishkeit and your Yadis and it's pretty schwach. It's very hard to say that here. Very what? It's very hard to keep it here. Please, it's very hard to keep it everywhere. I can, I'll bring you people, that's a, that's a lame excuse. Don't, I, I can show you people who do better here, uh, Israelis that you know. And people, all kinds of people who do better than anywhere. You can very hard do anywhere. 
<laughs> and don't, whenever you say it's here, it's shifting blame. I, 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 don't, I don't buy that. So, you know, I don't buy it. It's, it's shifting blame. I, I, it's, there's different Yitzharas in different places. That's for sure. There's less uh, Yiddishkeit surrounding you everywhere. That's for sure true. That's for sure true. But you also... The, the most materialistic place. And it... it, it here? Yeah. Here? I gotta take you to New York. Okay. One of the... One of the... No, it isn't. It catches you. It, yeah. Uh, LA. LA actually LA. also. <laughs> yeah. But you, know, but you know what? I, I, Mrs. Corey, I'm gonna... You, you, what you're saying, everything you're saying, is an, and there's a, for sure an aspect of true, truth to it. But the Ramchal, Ramchal is talking to all generations and all people. All generations in, in Yushalayim today, I lived there for a few years, there's a big Yetzirah on many things. Right? It's different, but it's still there. You will, you will have a Yetzirah wherever you go in life. It doesn't, it won't escape you. You can't run away from the Yetzirah. You know why? Olam has Yetzirah. So it's not going to change having a Yetzirah and laziness. It will be different. Right? So it, sometimes it's, it's the Cosmachloikis, Hate Jews, sometimes it's this. It's also about Yitzhar, right? There's all kinds of Yitzharas in this world. Sometimes it's just going with the flow. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, I, there are challenges here that are not in other places, and the challenges in other places that are not here. That's true. But whatever the challenge may be, if you're lazy to think through it, right? I someone just tell me a very religious community, they know a few people got divorced. Like, one after another. I, I, again, I'm not judging anyone. I'm just telling you, this is a very religious neighborhood in a certain place that I know. Why did that happen? It didn't have to happen. It's not a common thing. You know, another place I, I, I mentioned, this community in Israel, I know a lot of kids that went, well, off. It does, wherever you are, there's going to be Yed Sahara. Wherever you are, there's going to be Yed Sahara. Wherever you are, there's going to be an Yed Sahara, and everyone's Yed Saharas are different. Okay, so I, I don't need to push back on the premise. I mean, because you, you, yeah, there are things that are challenging in the Bay Area, I, a hundred percent, and there, there's things that are unique challenges here. Um, maybe when parts, what, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, 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 you have the ability to push yourself. <laughs> I can tell you that 100%. True or false? So, it's, you know, I mean, that's, I'll, I'll tell it to anybody. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a little bit of a cop-out. It is. A little bit of a cop-out. You can always, wherever you are, I, I, I've, I've been in, I lived in Meisharim, okay? So I know, I lived in the Meisharim. I was in Basis well. I mean, oh, it's my mother's fault. It's my father's fault. It's the Rebbe's fault. How many times have a kid tell me my Rebbe? Because uh, of him, I don't learn. Because my Rebbe in fifth grade, or my Rebbe in eighth grade, or this, or this person, or, you know, I'm not cut out for learning, or I'm not cut out for this. Oh, a million, life has a lot of excuses. Right? And you know what? If you don't push yourself wherever you are, you, you, in the beginning, will be on cruise control. Then you'll start cutting back, or you'll start loosening yourself on certain areas. Yeruchnius, spirituality is hard wherever you are. Being from, it's easier, by the way. External firmkeit, it's a good thing. I, I, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer of, of, of having a connection to firmkeit. Uh, but as long as it's genuine and as long as it's, it's an abak. But the, 
it's supposed to be a trapping to lead you to, to Hashem, to, to have a heart into it, to have a into it, to have a connection in a bond. That's hard wherever you are in the world. That's hard in B'nai Brock, Yishalayim, Lakewood, New York, LA, San Jose, Miami. It's not, that's not an easy thing. Uh, there are many people who could uh, be sociologically very religious and be lacking that. Uh, and that, very, to have that, and it's easy to lose. And very often it doesn't happen at one terrible... You met the wrong person, they offered you some kind of vice or the, or the wrong person, the opposite gender, and you end up the wrong... And this is very often a slow attrition. Slowly, you attrition. Slowly, you lose the, the, the focus. And it happens little by little over time until you find yourself in sunken into a place where it's really hard to get out and you've lost the time of your life. Um, and so now Shlomo Melech talks about a Torah scholar and the guy when he was 20, 25, 30, 35 was so into Torah, so into learning, so, you know, Geschmack? Geschmack! He was like a Geschmack a year. He was, oh, you would see him daven, he would come, learn, daven, or, uh, you know, I, uh, 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 a girl is a Beisakov girl, so so such a Adela girl from girl. All of a sudden, you see her like six years later, skirts up a little bit above the knee, right, a couple inches. Um, they saw once on, on Google some website that said it could be up to an inch and a half if they're wearing stockings. So Rabbi Pinocchio said that such a thing. So Rabbi Pinocchio said that he kept an inch and a half. And then her shirt gets a little bit tighter. Miss Beisakov, six years ago, shirt's a little tighter. But she saw once on, you know, Miss, uh, uh, Mrs. Pinocchio's from website that you have to look attractive to your husband. And even if people in the street see, it's their fault, it's not your fault, because you need to look good for your husband. And then a few years later... You see, you see another. You, you see your girlfriend who tells you that she she goes to a certain place to work out, and really she wears uh, you know tights and whatever. But in this, and this, but nobody's watching her. So you join her, <laughs> and you start listening to the music with her, and you start working out. And a couple years later, your sleeves are showing, but it's working out. It's a midst of the exercise. You know, I'm, I'm as Jesus. Well, it doesn't happen overnight. It happens little by little by little by little by little. By little you know that. A person gives up on their standards. And they, they lower, I, they, I, 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 I was not there, but someone told me the Baruch Shmuel Kamenetsky, and a girl called her, him up crying that her father, who used to be a very learned person, spends hours a night locked up in the room looking at the internet. And he wasn't reading the news. He wasn't reading the news. He was reading uh, the girls in Burma. And in Brazil, and they weren't dressed. Period. <laughs> okay. How in the world does that happen to somebody? Nothing happens. You start looking at the internet a few hours here, blah, 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 blah. and then one day, yeah, it doesn't happen. It's just over time. Good people, not bad people. A little here, a little there, a little, and over time. Once upon a time, they would dive into me into things, and over time. So, it, 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 since he's talking about Torah scholars, Shlomo says, In the beginning, you just you push yourself a little bit less, a little bit less, you can relax, push yourself a little bit less. 
We say nimsak shlo yumer b'torah kachatzak. You don't. The person stops exerting himself. Pnei chisar and halimud. Then we start still. You start making mistakes. Kiyav acher lilmer techsar avana. The ulu has a kervas radzo kvar aserabba. If this was not bad enough, over time it gets even worse. Um, he starts, you know, just learning superficially. And he got up, I can flip this to girls also, as I mentioned. You know, I grew up in a pretty religious neighborhood, and I, I can tell you some of the people I know at age 20, 20 were a lot firmer than they are today. Uh, and some people today are a lot firmer than they were at age 20. <laughs> because it can go both ways. But what happens, all, very, I've never, never seen somebody who's mentally sane go from a base Yaakov girl to a girl jogging in shorts in the next, the next day. It doesn't happen the next day. But I have seen that happen. <laughs> I have seen that happen. I've seen that happen. I know more than one person who fits that category, unfortunately. I, I know more than one person who at age 20, a guy, was so serious, so schmucks into learning, into spirituality, as a child, and you meet them at age 40, and I'm like... What happened? You know, it didn't happen. It wasn't from the next day. It wasn't even next week. And it wasn't even, in most cases, next year. No rare case that could happen. Right? It was attrition. It was attrition over time. And you see it in marriages. You see it with children. You see it in business. Right? Right now we're focusing on spirituality. The guy starts, and then, doesn't want to keep the halakha the right way. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know the rabbis what they're talking about. Why can't I do this? Yom Tov Sheni, the second day of Yom Tov. What's so machmer? We live in the, this world. You know, you gotta, you know. So, so, I, I kid you not. I've had people ask me questions and get get angry at me. I said, well, I'm not. I don't make up Hashem's Torah. What are you get me for? You're firing a gun at me. You ask me a question. I'm telling you the truth. Tell you the truth. You, you don't want it? I'm, I, so sometimes I can tell them there's a chumrah, there's a kula. Very often it's black and white over here. <laughs> you, know, you know, you did this, or this is the question, this is the answer. You, it's not, you know, would you like me to make it up for you? I mean, I, then, then that, that. So eventually some people, if you get, get lazy, then you get upset. You know, Tzniyas, I'll pick on the girls now, he's picking on the guys because he's picking on the guys. Tzniyas, in California, you know how hot it was today? How hot was it today? Ninety degrees. Ninety degrees. Yeah, it was ninety. It was, I saw yesterday my car was ninety-one. At six o'clock, it was ninety-one. Six o'clock, it was ninety. I was, couldn't believe it. You know what? Are you, what are you, uh, God, well, you know, it's just, God, God, we think of it. Yeah, gotta, gotta loosen up a little bit. You know, it's that's a hot day. A little, little standards, and you gotta be attractive. It's, it's a Kiddush Hashem. My sister told me one of her friends used to dress provocatively and she said, it was a Kiddush Hashem to, that a Jewish girl should look so pretty. So the girl felt. She, it's like a Kiddush Hashem that a Jewish person could, you know, eat treif and keep kosher at home. But to show he's normal, what in the world does that mean? It's a Kiddush Hashem to walk around like someone in Hollywood. Not Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood. California. That's a Kiddush Hashem. That's that's a Yitzhahara. Her girl walks around, walks around like uh, you know. Or <laughs> oh my goodness, somebody told me recently they saw a person benching. Another benching. They're looking at an iPhone. 
in the middle of bunch, they start looking at their, what's it, what's it called over there? Screen. Could they see their screen? They could have just been benching. No, no, they had a bencher. <laughs> they weren't benching for the iPhone. Okay. They had a bencher, and in the middle of benching, they were looking at their iPhone. That's different. Yeah, they probably didn't want to bench with their screen because they would have been stuck on the benching. Right? They're in the middle of benching, they're looking at an iPhone. By the way, the iPhone, the iPhone, Rahman al Rahman al it's such an Avadazara. It's such. I, I, if you don't think that you, if you don't control it, it will control you. There is, it could be controlled, but if you don't control it, it will control you. Had a question on that? Now, if, it, if you don't control it, it will control you. It will over time. That's a something that can drug you up and pull you in, and you'll never be able to to get out of it. Like emails, I, I felt bad. I, yeah, someone emailed me. I was so I, I have been so busy, and I and I will be busy until this air of stuff is done. I mean, it is something. Email yes, I felt bad. I didn't email him back in a day. Like, was it was that was that a question? Which is halakhically into a question on partial, whatever it was. I felt bad. I'm looking at myself afterwards. Like a day. Like this is not like you know, you know. Today people have to email. I don't text. Thank God. I'm a, I'm a, a few things that, that when it lasts me after 120 years, I don't text. Um, people text today. They get it's, it. It pulls you in. Social media. I mean, you put the package together between social media. And you have to, of course, know what somebody what somebody ate for breakfast yesterday, and, and put put your like on it. It was a craziness, uh, you know. Between social media and emails and texts, I mean, you could you could literally spend hours of your life, a, a day, I'm not talking about a week or a month, a day, and and you look after 120 years of the and say, ah, oh, today was a Zion year. I, I, I gave you a whole geshmak a day, and then you say, oh, Rabbi Levine. Well, I had enough time to daven. You didn't have time to daven? What does that mean? Go look at your day. Let's go through. What about me? We're through Let's look at your day. You're on Facebook. You're on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, you got to follow the president. Somebody told me he reads all the president's Twitters. Why? Because he needs to follow him. And this person doesn't learn a word. But he needs to know that, that Hashem's Twitter, he doesn't need to know. President Trump's Twitter, he needs to know everything out. And then he probably reads the commentary online. What did that word mean? And, and, and the spin, 15 different directions from, do you like him? He's, he's an idiot if, he, if you don't like him. He's a, he's a brilliant strategist if you like him. Like, everyone spins. You gotta know what's meant as that Twitter. How about Baba Kama? How about Baba Basra? How about davening? That you have no time for. But to know, I, I, we live in the world. I gotta know Twitter. I'm telling you. I'm, I fight against all my time. I have so many emails a day. If I can shut down my email, uh, it would be a miracle. I really, it, it would be, I don't have a choice. I'm stuck. It's like having, you know, not driving a car today. But, uh, but, uh, but it's not a joke. You can feel like you can spend so much time with stuff. You could, you could waste an inordinate amount of time. You could, you could waste family time. I, I you know, I, I try I come home. I'm not perfect at this. When I see my kids, that's it. They're my, they're my focus. I see my wife. You know, why in the world should I be a slave to everything constantly? You don't live. You don't live. And you mitzvahs. Oh my goodness, mitzvahs. I, I have to say this again. That Facebook, because I looked at that. For, how in the world do people waste their life on Facebook? Again, if you have a distant relative, but people posting, what was, what's this say? All their pictures from Sunday. Where they went on vacation, what they ate for lunch, and people commenting on that. Like, don't you have better things to do with your life? You gonna, couldn't you have learned Torah if you're a man? Couldn't you have done mitzvahs? Couldn't you have done, no time to die mincha. You have time to post 
you know, a, a, a mountain and to comment on somebody else's tree. What a beautiful tree. And like smiley face on, 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 on a soccer ball with a, with a two-year-old. That's, that's a beautiful two-year-old on a soccer ball. I don't know what the pictures. I mean, like, that's you have time for? Commenting on a on, on, on Narish kite? And then, I'm not, I can't, I'm not even talking about the self-esteem that people feel good if they have a like or a smile, you know, or, or something like that. That's, that's just stomp pathetic. But that, what are you doing with your life? What in the world is a person doing? What kind of waste is that? And contriving pictures and just to, to share, show people. And then, of course, you've got to check it 50 times to see who comments so you can comment back. Right? So about a tree, you have to comment on the tree. And then they have to comment on the waterfall. And then, you know, again, so people go on vacation. They, they have to, their whole vacation they have to put on Facebook. And everyone has to comment on their vacation as well. Oh, I went there. And I went there. Honestly, really, again, I'm not telling you there is some good use, and I know it connects with people, but when you think after 120 years, and God's going to say to you, life was short, let's see what you did. Okay? And he's going to take out your Facebook account. Not that, uh, I'm not worried about my Facebook account. I don't have one. <laughs> I'm worried about other accounts. Trust me, I'm worried about, I'm worried about plenty of things, but me. But what do you, I'm, honestly, what are you, you going to tell Hashem? I, I, I had 55 likes on this picture. Wasn't that mitzvah to do? You know, I had to comment on what my friend's cousin's, my friend put her cousin's son's picture on her Facebook of him eating oatmeal at age one. And I had to comment how cute that was. Could, you, could, could somebody, please, honestly, I, I, enlighten me. Why is that important? Because you're, it's just helps. You stay in touch with people. I, I'm, I, 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 so there is there is a benefit, but I'm t- if you're honest, most of the benefit is way outweighed by the loss of time, and most people you're commenting on it's just stupidity. It's mobbish stupidity. It's like literally inane things, right? And again, I, there's a natural need for people to connect and so for some people to connect. I'm, I mean, I'm being a little strong to make a point. You know, I, 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 there are values to it. I can I understand that, by the way. I can also, especially if it's a relative, your cousins, your, your, children, your own children, your own parents, your own relatives, I think it's a great thing. You know, if you want to see uh, 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 someone, you know, even see you very close to, but most of what people are doing there has nothing to do with that. Again, I, had, I don't have this uh, Google book or, you know, Putnam book or anything else myself and I've been on there very few times um, but I come on people need to show me things when I see it you can see what everyone's doing and so on so on the flood there's 18 people posting a flood in San Jose and everyone, the same people are commenting on each other like why? why? you know why, why waste so much time on this? I, I just don't I don't understand it you know it doesn't make sense and I'm not saying it's evil I'm saying it's a waste of time it's a waste of productivity it's a waste of vitality. It's a waste of life. What if you learn first and then you go on? So it depends. What said. Again, I, I, all I'm telling you, I'm, I'm stressing this not because I, I want to have to shut Facebook stock market down. Or I, I, just you, we all need to have an accounting for the things we do. Right? You know, if the things we're, we're doing. So if you, if you, like, if your husband learns a lot. Right. If if he could do more, he should do more. Now everyone needs a break. By the way, and, you know, it could be the social media. Some people's break. Uh, everyone needs a break, and everyone needs a certain social. But you just have to watch this stuff. You don't waste get consumed by it. Uh, you, most people get consumed. <laughs> they don't control. They are controlled. And I I don't believe 
when I see people commenting, you know, again, I, I don't remember the last time I saw it, you know, but I see people commenting, and they've commented like 20 times over a day on something, you know, and they, well, almost an hour ago, almost a half hour ago, almost two hours ago, almost three hours ago. I mean, you can see what they're commenting. I mean, they're going back and forth. They're checking their posts. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. Right? And they're smiling, you know, like, oh, why? I, you know, again, it's just, listen, there are, there's a good time and place, and you could be right. Some per- person learns to do what they need to do. They dab and they, they do their mitzvahs, they do chesed. And now they need a little break. Fine, I'm not against, as long as it's kosher, it's fine. You know? But just keep, keep in mind what you're doing with your time. Because I learn uh, from olivebit.com. I, I learn uh, different courses. Beautiful. From the internet. Oh, no, I'm not against... I, 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 I want you to know that the internet... I put my classes... This class will be on the internet. You're taped... You're going to be on the internet forever. Right? It's not... I'm not against... I think it's a good tool. I think there's... I use it every day. But my, here's my point. If you don't control it, it will control you. <laughs> You don't control your social media, it will control you. I'm not talking about the, the evils of the thing. There are evils of the internet, and there are real bad things. There are also, I think it's a car. It's like a car you can use for the good and the bad. You, know? you can get into accidents if you're not careful. You can get to when you need to. The internet can have a good use, in theory. But if you do not control it, it will control you. And here we're talking about having Zrezus, taking care of the things you need to take care of. Focusing on important things in life, like you're making sure you exercise. If you're spending time on Facebook, I promise you, exercise is more important. Okay? If you're spending time on Facebook, I promise you, family time is more important. If you have a job and you're going there doing your job and you're hurting your, your productivity, it's gazela. It's stealing from your employer. Okay? Now, as you know, maybe let you check a little bit, but no one wants to hire an employee sitting there looking on, on social media all day or reading the news all day. You know, or, or what's it called? With, uh, you know, buses the app, you know, over there, you know, all day long. That's another thing. I didn't mention that. People are on their house, I mean, hours, they're on groups and this. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know? So all I'm saying is, you think productivity? Think of focus? This is an area that needs work. I, I, I you know, I, I have no doubt if Mesh Rabbeinu would come here alive today, or Yeshaya Navi, they would speak about this thing all day long. All day long. They would be telling people, this is the it's the heart of the generation. And don't, don't lie. It, does, it doesn't mean it's, it's evil, but it is the Yitzhara. And how you treat this stuff, I mean, there's a couple of people who are still, you know, not involved, but for most <coughs> people who, who get benefits, that's, you know, you have good uses, and there is a, I'm sure there's a good social media use to connect the family, and all of that, 100%. I'm stressing this, because anyone who's honest with themselves, unless you're like Andy Harmon, who's just like completely oblivious to like email and like, you know, his own things, but you now most people, they, we waste time, we waste life. And if you really think it's important to, to get 100, I'm on the plane, I see these people next to me, like, scrolling for hours at these things, like, push it, like, looking, you know, the whole plane ride, they said, I'm learning Gemara, and they're sitting there the whole time, like screaming, looking at their screens, and you know, you know, it's crazy. So, if we're if we're honest, this is a big, big, big. It's other. I mean, the, you know, there are people who the first thing they do wake up in the morning. If you look at their at their, at their email, so as they they're gonna look at their email. Who in the world is gonna email them at three in the morning? I have no idea. But they go, look at it. 
So Shlomo says uh, that you can see destruction, you can see loss of life, of vitality, of family, of, of care, of exercise. All these things you do because you don't have time. You don't have time. You're, you're, you're busy doing all kinds of stuff. Um, what happens is you destroy the truth. These are the Torah scholar. And again, you end up breaking things and doing things. You don't have time. You have this. You know, there are people posting about cleaning for Pesach, and they don't have time to clean for Pesach. <laughs> what kind of crazy is that? You know, there people, and they're commenting on their girlfriends cleaning for Pesach, and you know, I, I, I just made that up. I'm, I'm not sure if that ever, ever happened. I can imagine it's happening. Happening. You know, fifty posts about how hard it is to do Pesach and and, and recipes. They change recipes. No one cooks because they're too busy commenting on each other's recipes. You know, like, the only thing that happens, I'm sure it happens, by the way. You can, you can talk about a lot of things. You know, action. You've got to be able to do it. And one of the things is productivity. So we actually... We'll, we'll hold here. You know, I, I just, you know, just want to stress that Zrezus is to get all of us to get to where we need to be. Part of it is doing what we're supposed to do, pushing ourselves to do what we're supposed to do, and that—that that is, you know, whatever you do. But to get to do, think in your life what's important. Think in your life what you should be doing. Um, I'm reading a book now. This guy, Simon Sinek. Anyone heard of this guy, Simon Sinek? I think it's S I N E K. He says, "Begin with why." The name of the book is "Begin with Why." He has a TED talk. There's a TED Talk, which was one of the most hit TED Talks. I've never, I've, never, I've actually never seen it, but I'm reading this book. What is uh, it? A TED Talk? Yeah. A talk they put on on, on the computer. Oh. So I, 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 as I said, when I'm doing my emails now, I listen to these things in the background. Although most of the time I listen to shares. I just when I when I when I need to link. When I can't multitask like that, I'll put on that stuff. Um, so. He said a remarkable thing. Begin with why. If you don't know what the why of what you're doing things are, you won't do the what. So all of us have to have the whys. What we're being Zara's for. Number one is to be a spiritual Jew. You, all of you, by the way, as much as you hear about Facebook or anything else, you guys, all of you have trans credit. You came on a Wednesday night to listen to Adam's Torah to learn a wonderful work. That's being the Zara right there. It means that all of you want to connect to Akarish Baruch right? We want... We all want that. So that, that, that's a big why. Like, that's really important. It's why we're in this world, what we're doing here. Uh, you know, but it's also why, why am I in this job? Why am I doing this? Why is this important? If you know why you're doing things, you can push yourself to do it successfully. Right? The more you understand who you are, like in Yeshiva, by the way, they'll push a be a ben teira, be a tam, because you have that as your veltenshang, as your hashkafa, as your worldview, you can push yourself to get there. If you want to, if you want to, if your why is to be, um, uh, you know, successful, then you'll be successful, and you'll, you need, you'll need those reasons to do it. You need to have the, the push to do it. So we'll hold here, and we'll pick up next week. Okay. Have a good night.